Welcome to Fictionary. I'm your host, Deetra, and we are about to get fictional. Fictionary is a place where readers and writers alike can sit back for a few moments and escape reality. Because let's face it, guys, there's plenty of time for that. Today, I'm bringing you three new stories from the 100 Words Challenge, currently running on the Facebook group Writer's World. Check it out if you haven't had the chance yet. Writer's World is a safe place for every writer to come and share and read and be encouraged. It's a group my sister and I started, and we hope that you all will enjoy it and come and partake. So last week's stories were just a little bit dark, which made me do a little self-check-in, and I'm happy to report that I am, in fact, okay, folks. Um, I just like to get a little spooky with it sometimes, and I mean, I don't know about anyone else, but I find that my writing sometimes will reflect my mood. So if I'm feeling lovey-dovey, it's a romance, maybe featuring zombies, and if I'm pissed off, it's an apocalyptic tale featuring probably zombies. And if I'm sad, then a tragedy starring zombies. (laughs) I mean, I've kind of been on a zombie kick recently because they're literally the perfect metaphor for so many issues and fears that we face as a society. So if you wanted to talk about consumerism or racism, globalism, you want to talk about pandemics, hysteria, well, let me tell you, zombies will work to tell your story. Um, They just represent so many things and you can use them in so many different ways. So that's why I love the idea of zombies. Um, Vampires actually used to be my go-to, mainly because I really, really, really wanted to be one. Um, You know, I saw an interview with a vampire and read the book when I was a young, impressionable girl, and I kind of fell in love with the idea of vampires. Um... But now that I am no longer a young and nubile teenager, the idea of being stuck in this form forever is kind of a drag. So I think I'd probably pass on the opportunity um, if it presented itself, unless it was Louis or Lestat or maybe Edward. You know, I like a little sparkly vampire. Hey, glitter over here. (laughs) But actually when I think about it, There's something that I noticed as I was going through my list of potential vampire baby daddies. Um, Most of the vampires in our movies and our books are all white. So, like, what's up with that, guys? Uh, I think that maybe I should get back on the vampire bandwagon and I can write about the characters that I want to see. So, like, you know, Idris Elba as Dracula or maybe Daniel Henney or Avon Jogia or Dev Patel or... Oh my God, guys, Jason Momoa. Can you see him as a vampire? Diego Luna. I mean, like literally there are so many possibilities of fine non-white men to suck our blood. It's pretty endless, the list that we have to choose from. So I think it's time that we start thinking outside of the box. Um, All my writer friends in Hollywood, and let's start writing the stories that we want to see because I really want to see one of those men as a vampire. Like just thinking about it makes me feel inspired and I want to write a new book. Just saying. All about vampires. Hot vampire. Men of color. Come. Come to me. If you're out there, um, I'm sending this out. You know, I wouldn't be opposed. That's all I'm going to say. I know it's getting a little weird up in here, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) So 
enough of the chit chat. We're going to go ahead and get right down to business. Um, let's get down to business. I'm not going to sing it, guys, because of copyright and, you know, that lovely mouse. I just don't want to be attacked. So, But I bet that song is in all of your heads right now, right? You're humming it. Keep it going. So today's stories are a little bit lighter, and I'm hoping that you guys will enjoy. They're all my original stories, but um, eventually what I'd like to see is you all send in some stories for me to read here. I'm giving you a warning uh, before I start today that there is a story in this group of three, this little uh, trinity, that may or may not have to be sung. And I'm really regretting the choice to write this as is, but you know, it is what it is at this point. It's written, it's done. It feels weird to just read it and not sing it. So we're going to sing it and you guys can just skip through that. If you cannot handle my voice, I probably wouldn't listen to it myself, but you know, hopefully you guys enjoy it. Um, I'm already internally cringing just thinking about this uh, upcoming recording of this story. As always, I'm going to be sharing three 100-word stories today. I will give you the genre, I'll give you the word, I'll give you the character or action, and the title of the story before I read. So sit back, relax, grab yourself a cup of tea, and prepare to listen. Our first story for today is Collateral Damage. The genre is superhero, the word is raid. And the character is Chef. Strobing lights and cacophonous sirens set the catastrophic atmosphere of the dissonant disco happening around me. I watch, fascinated, as noodles soar by in a slippery ballet. I gasp as pots and pans clatter to the floor in a volatile drumbeat. I hit the ground as lasers shoot recklessly from the blazing periwinkle eyes of Captain Equinox. She is in pursuit of masked mamba, and my restaurant is the collateral damage of this frenzied raid. You okay, chef? Captain asks, as she effortlessly lifts me to my feet. She is gone, never hearing my reply. Fucking superheroes, I mutter. You said it, chef. <laughs> superheroes, man, they are reckless. Uh, feel kind of bad for this character. You know, the superhero's there to help, but what's happening? Their entire restaurant is destroyed. All right, that's the end of our first story. We're going to be moving into our second in just a moment. All right, so we're going to get into our second story, and I did pre-warn you all that <laughs> there's one that I might be singing in, and I just want to say I'm not a singer, <laughs> but hopefully you can bear with it and get the drift. So the title of the story is The Hunt. The genre is drama, hence the reason it's in play format. Uh, the word is curtail, and the action is partying. So before we start the music, I'm going to set the scene for you. Lost Girl, the character, a nondescript everywoman, dressed for a night on the town, enters a crowded nightclub, and the dancing crowd parts around her as she dances through in search of Lost Boy. 
Lost Girl enters, dancing a dramatic flamenco as she moves through the crowd searching for a partner. This is sung by the actress to the tune of George Bisset's Habanera. Got my hair done, my face is beat My brows are flawless and I smell sweet This disco bunny is here to party I need some fun, if you know what I mean Excuse me, miss, may I have this dance? I hope my request won't curtail any plans I saw you enter from across the room you looked this way and my heart went boom. Lost girl and lost boy dance a flawless flamenco. You wanna go? I really do. I'll get an Uber and we'll grab some food. I'll go with you. The night is young. Let's go to my place and we'll have some fun. The end. Okay, my people, you are not allowed to judge me. You are free to laugh. I know that was like interesting to say the least, but you know, we're all being creative here. We're taking steps and leaps of faith and just doing things that we haven't done before. So hopefully, you guys enjoyed it and you sang along. Um, we're going to get into our next story in just a moment. Our third and final story for today is titled Just the Way You Are. The genre is fan fiction. The word is thinking and the action is share. I spot him sitting on a bench just a short distance from me. I recognize him instantly, despite his thin disguise of a hoodie and sunglasses. I carefully inch my way closer, hoping he notices me. He seems lost in deep thought as I make my way to his lonely bench. Casually, I ask him if he would mind sharing his bench with me. He pats the seat next to him, and I gingerly sit down next to Bruno Mars. I come here to think, he says lightly. I smile and nod. Me too, I say. The end. Y'all, I ain't even gonna lie though. I love me some Bruno Mars and this is like a fantasy come true. I This is my first attempt at fan fiction and I knew I needed to write about, um, you know, my little pocket baby daddy, Bruno Mars. Cause you know, I, I did, meet him one time I won uh, tickets and he's about my height and I'm not that tall so but he's so beautiful and his voice is like magical like live I can't even describe I was I've never been a fangirl but I fangirled out for Bruno Mars um, so I highly recommend seeing him in concert if you get the opportunity because really Bruno does not play you guys he is magical all right so that is the end of our second episode of fictionary i hope that you enjoyed the stories and 
you know, the little bit of discussion that we had. And hopefully <laughs> you'll keep coming back, even though I sang. I promise. Well, I can't guarantee it will never happen again, but I really just from the cringiness inside of my own soul don't know if I have the balls to do that again. Uh, but we'll see. You never know. Maybe I might decide I feel better about myself and my singing and do it again, but it's not a likely case. Also, you know, it's, I just want to throw it out there that normally um, that's not the range that I sing in. Like maybe I'm more like an alto, but I was singing like a bit soprano-y, you know, not making excuses or anything, but I think I could sound better if I wanted to just, just throwing that out there for anybody who cares not that I think you do um so that is the end of our episode we'll be back again next week with three new stories and hopefully uh you guys will be back to join us until then keep on reading people